Healing crystals, skincare routines, knitting a sweater, fitting in jeans. With Katie and Sarah, no need to worry, you're on a lady journey. Oh my god hello and welcome to lady journey everybody we're getting the intro out of the way early today. yeah we're not spiraling into chats for 10 minutes about this and that but uh, i want to yeah. welcome everybody to lady journey welcome um it's time for the stone dedication oh, i'm only bringing up my yes you do what you need to do to bring up the um sarah's got the descriptions of the stones here and now just a reminder we have um 33 people 33 amazing souls in our patreon and you could be one of them anytime you join the lady journey patreon you get access to over 50 exclusive pieces of bonus content okay that's days you've got days of lady journey um you also get a beautiful um crystal dedicated to you in your honor or in the case that we run out of crystals another natural object that one of us has found or purchased and um you also get our undying thanks we really appreciate everybody who is in our patreon we thank you so so much and thank you for interacting on our posts and um we really want to create a fun community of journeyers uh now if you um want to support us but you aren't able to do the patreon for whatever reason please follow our youtube comment on the videos push up the old algorithm as i call it god <laughs> and um also subscribe and give us a review on itunes five stars only please yes and review and uh, review or positive affirmations none of the you need to talk about sucking dick more but yes don't give us <laughs> don't only don't give any country criticism and i'm not saying oh it's like just give constructive no we don't want that because we are actively working on improving the podcast and we are preparing for an incredible glow up which you <laughs> will see this is actually the one year this is um our 52nd episode oh so this is our one year um anniversary so i know it's wild it's absolute it's utterly madness um however the next time you see us this is all going to be different or the same, depending on if we get to it. <laughs> we are working. Lady. We got a lot of, we got a fingers and a lot of pots. Okay. Lady journey. Lady journey. All the way. All right. So let's do, I'm going to, this one I have already pulled up the information for, but okay. We're giving this to the dude. Let's yes. W D Bob. We are going to, I'm assuming is a guy. Lady I'm journey. I'm assuming that it's a guy, but Whoever you are, you are a soul in the universe floating around as we all are. And so we've actually dedicated this to someone previously who is no longer in the group. That's fine. Um, it is an antler horn that you found on the ground. Is that right? In the tree. Oh, in the tree. That's right. In West Texas, I was hiking and I said, what is that? And um, I think a lot of times when they're molting or this is coming, they use the branches to pull the deer yeah pull, oh they kind of itch it off itch it off and this is where i found it and you pay decent money at pier one and or like home stores to get this kind of stuff yeah and and you know what this is kind of cool like it is the shape of a dowel rod yes so you could kind of use it to you know guide you but if it feels you like to masculine magic. energy this is very masculine so wd bob thank you so much this is you, okay? <laughs> you are horny at parts, and you are also smooth. And you are strong. Pointy, and you are so strong. And this is used, 
I'm assuming to let the ladies know you're ready for mating. Woo! <laughs> WD Bob. Now get out there. Get out there and enjoy the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next one is this one's called Skull Sight. Ooh, Skull Sight. I'm gonna dedicate I this think one that's to how you it. Kelly. And they say, what is pink? Oh, this is white skull sight. White skull sight. Let me find out what if white's different. What if it's like really bad? <laughs> I love that. That's a great um, business tactic to be like, uh, when you buy this crystal. Bad things will happen. But I won't put that up on the board. Um, white skull light. What is skull light? Okay. It's a healing properties is thought to gently awaken the higher mind. Ooh, Kelly. Helping us to gain a deeper understanding of our soul's journey. This is my friend Kelly from back home. Oh, Kelly. I love this. You are this beautiful stone that helps us gain a deeper understanding. I feel like it's happening to me right now as I'm holding it. Absolutely. Also, it's serene energy supports meditation, enhances the dream state, assists with dream recall and astral traveling. So travel. Kelly's a traveler. And now you'll be traveling the skies in your dreams. I love that. That's an awesome one. And then let's go with this one next. Was this opal? Opalite or something. Opalite. I'm going to dedicate the opalite to Fawn. Thank you so much for joining the Patreon, Fawn. You are an incredible woman, human person. And we are so grateful. And I hope that you love all of our bonus content. Um, Opalite improves communication on all levels, especially the spiritual. It removes energy blockage of the chakras and meridians. Emotionally, opalite helps by assisting during transitions of all kinds. Ooh. It engenders persistence and gives us strength in verbalizing our hidden feelings. Oh, I'm looking forward to talking oh. to Fawn in the next few weeks. I know. I like to put this in my pocket and just tell people what I really think of them. <laughs> <laughs> you have no oh. idea. Okay, and then this, this looks like a tiger's eye. Is this a tiger's eye? Absolutely. Oh, I love it. This is gorgeous. This is really beautiful. I love tiger's eye. It looks like candy to me, like a little butterscotch. Yes, yeah, so you want to just put it in your mouth. And this one's for teal. Yes, this is for teal. It's good for growing your confidence and strength. It is known as the stone of courage. It is a root and sacral chakra stone, which means it helps you get ground it build a safe and strong foundation and find your your motivation once more it's also good at warding off negative energy oh be gone and i love this little now did you buy these separate and then you bought the bag to put them in actually that's the bag that they like um put all the bag in the stones in there and i bought this at galveston witchery um my mini trip and it's a, a store solely for the art of witchcraft i love witchcraft um you know some some of my there's where i grew up in kingwood to talk about this some devout born-again christians would think i was in the dark arts but really it's just fun it's just a little lady fun (laughs) (laughs) it's just a little girl fun it's a it seems like a matriarchal religion. Yes. And I don't really know really what the outcome or the purpose. What's their, um, you know how a company has a. Oh, like the mission, mission statement. statement. What's the mission statement of witchery? Yeah. Yeah. And it generally is just feels like incense, tarot cards, crystals, sounds. Moon. Moon, moon spells. 
some cats are kind of in there. A the black cat is in there. A Pure Moods soundtrack. A Pure Moods. <laughs> <laughs> it's a grab bag of fun stuff that we all love. Who doesn't love a candle? Uh, Hello. I, yeah. Now Pouches. I, oh, oh my God. This pouch is to die for. Now, yeah. I go to a little witchcraft store here in town. It is called Enchantments. And now they're not a big crystal store. They It's okay. more stuff that's like certain types of incense. And I have done spells, you know, in my life. And I don't think that they're, for me, there's nothing different between a spell and a meditation mm-hmm. of like cultivating the mindset you want to have, manifesting. Um, I do think that there is, you know, there's black magic, which is when you're trying to like put curses on people. <laughs> Yeah, and or that, like manipulations, like I, like that. Did you ever watch that movie Teen Witch growing up? No, I never did. She got special powers. It's kind of the precursor to uh, was it Curse, the three witch movie, the with the craft, the craft. Yes, yes. I lo- I love the craft. But Teen Witch was cheese balls. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The craft is I feel like what people think of when they think of like witchcraft where it's just like oh we're, we're actually doing magic we're actually doing all this bad stuff it, with like a negative Yeah evil. like I'm trying to get the head guy of the football team to fall in love with me. Yeah or I'm cursing this girl's hair to fall out. <laughs> yeah. You know? Where I think maybe what I'm gathering from some whatever witchery or stone it's really just so you can have a great harvest this year and what's it's no different than any other religion that started. It's yes, it's no different than any other. It it is magical thinking in a way where you're trying to and uh, Michael A. Singer, as 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 everybody knows, I have been on his podcast on his book, The Untethered Soul. Michael A. Singer does talk about from his Buddhist perspective, like being aware of when you are trying to control reality with magical thinking. It's bad. Anything that you do that's like manifesting of like I want this, I want success, like. Thinking that thinking I want success and wanting this like maybe there's a way for you to trick your subconscious into thinking like, okay I'm going to be successful. I'm going to be lucky. I'm going to be in a positive mindset. But that's not the same as like thinking like if I put this rock under my pillow, I'm going to fall in love. You know, so I think like if if you're doing magic. Well, first of all, do it for whatever reason that you want. I'm fully into living a delusional life and employing magical thinking. In any way. It's fun. Absolutely. Yeah. But like doing a doing like a new moon ritual or something, which I think is something that's like super into like the magical arts where you like set your intentions for the new moon. You think about like beginning in your life and then you burn it and you symbolize like the energy that you're going to put into accomplishing your goals. Like how is that different than... Just a regular healthy mental practice, you know? No. I do wish a little bit of it was true on the fact of, like, I wish I could um, pulverize some kind of stone with a liquid that I have to get at a store in order for my career to get better. Yes. And I knew love that. That's why I think like so many women are into astrology because I think like we are just kind of like swimming upstream in like career and like there's so much um, emphasis put on your looks and like having the career and getting the guy. Yeah. And I think a lot of women feel like so powerless. So I notice, like with myself, I just like go to my astrology to be like, is today the day that I'm going to find out about the job that I never end up getting? You know, or like, is today the day that I'm going to like something 
big is going to break for me, like what happened to that 19-year-old boy yeah. who's been in comedy for <laughs> seven minutes. Although I will say, and I think I have talked about this before, my astrologer, Chani Nicholas, I can't get enough of her, and her astrology is affirmational. So it's like, it's it can be for whatever context you want. It's positive. It's optimistic. It's less about trying to have this fixating on manipulating your reality with your mind and more on self-care and self-help and affirming like I deserve to take a break if I'm tired yes and I also feel like like if we're in the world of like psychic I think what I like about it and like tarot cards is that even if you don't believe in it because I don't really Mm mm-hmm believe in the magical thinking part yes but what I do like and I have to say when I had it done for fun at a party or just like I'll go with a friend to humor them because they're doing it and they I've had it done and I'm like I get it I really do get it because what's what you're paying for is somebody that to just pay attention to you for 30 minutes yes yes it's and like therapy nice. yeah yeah it's like a spa moment for you mentally and I also do feel like sometimes I know a lot of people do go using psychic for guidance but I think also what actually is ending up happening is if you're a smart person intuitively, mm-hmm. like a, if a psychic is actually good, I don't think she's reading minds or seeing into the future, that bullshit. But I'm sure when you're coming in there asking a question of like, should I be with this guy any longer? And she says, no, the reason why she knows to say no is that you sh- if you really liked him, you wouldn't have asked that question. Yes. So it's if you need to get that confirmation no matter where it's from then go get it from a psychic if that's what you need absolutely because you probably know the answer you probably know the answer but also even if you didn't or didn't ask that like maybe somebody who is a psychic has intuitive abilities that they have cultivated that they're actually reading you and reading that you don't want to be in the relationship just on, like, what you're telegraphing with your body, you know? Yeah. And it's, like, that's worth it, too. Yes. Because I actually, like, the ones where you watch those TV shows of, like, okay, I'm seeing this, and they're talking to me, and they're saying, don't t- don't go into that body of water. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like the Long Island medium. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But I'm, like, nobody's getting voices. And anyone that claims that they are getting voices or uh, speaking from a higher power like that, I actually think they're manipulative, dangerous people to get involved with. Or they're in like some other direction. They are convinced that they're getting voices. And it's like, is that better? Like, I did see that. I did see that. um, It's called like Defying Death or something on Netflix where... Isn't Sean Donnelly, who we recently had, was like a huge... He's a huge fan of it. And I have to say, like, the near-death experiences... The first episode is very fascinating. It's about near-death experiences. There's a woman who was clinically dead for 40 minutes. She's a doctor. And she's like, yeah, how did I... How do I know what I did? I went to heaven. I talked to somebody. They told me my son was going to die. My son died like a year later. Yeah. You know, like that type of stuff that I'm like, you know, we don't have, we think like, oh, we have science. We have phones. Like we know everything. 
But I feel like there is stuff that we, and this is maybe my own, like, just default because I want to believe in magic and I want to believe that fairies are real, you know? Yeah. But, like, I think there's so much stuff that we can't understand about our universe with our little teeny tiny ant brains. Yes, and I kind of do believe this. So in the body we have, I think it's called fascia, connective tissue. Yes. And I actually feel like there's a fascia of the universe. <gasps> Ooh, yes. Kind of like a connective tissue with, the fellow human being yeah I I totally I totally would be on board with something like that or like you know when people have like drug experiences and they're like oh like separation is an illusion you know yeah that type of stuff but what freaked me out about that show is in the next episode they do have people that are like channeling that Netflix show they have people that are channeling and it just seemed that's where it really got weird for me where it does it goes into mental illness the Norwegian woman was like I'm Timmy I'm Timmy it's like I don't get it it gets ridiculous I because I recently just watched that next Netflix show sins of the mother Uh uh-huh it's about that Mormon lady that ended up murdering her two children Uh, I listened to the podcast yeah and got her brother to also murder her ex-husband yeah and and it was she is she was in a cult right she's basically in a cult a very like a weird direction that Mormonism went, which I actually think just happens with, it's like a perfect storm when you have mental illness going and then a, an extreme religion when they can, can yeah. go together that you end up going that route. I don't know why I brought this up. Oh, I'm just talking, she was getting, w- thinking she's had past lives and using it as a way as manipulation ah. tactics. That I, that's why I actually feel like when people say that kind of stuff, they're actually dangerous people. But there was another person being like, oh, the guy that she ended up marrying that was the one that helped her. He murdered his wife. Mm-hmm. She murdered his, her kids and then her ex-husband. He, she, he had said he also believe, uh, has these past lives and gets talkings to from a higher power. Yeah. And this woman's like, I'm actually friends with him. I believe I also get um, voices that tell me stuff, but mine are good. And obviously he was in the dark side. I'm like this. You're also batshit crazy. Yeah. No, no, no. It's not good. Yeah. That's what you get in like um, certain religions have like these um, elements of magic in them that for some reason because it's in the religious context it's like legitimized where yes. it's like oh that's just god talking to me telling me to run over the person that just walked in front of my car and that's fine because i'm gonna do it because you know? he's uh he works for the devil yeah and yeah. you're like well can we research this a little yeah well like Religion and magic is actually... They go hand in hand I always thought that was funny because I was raised Catholic and, you know, it's like, uh, which magic do we believe in here? Like, it's not vampires, but Jesus is, like, on the water. You know, it's like, okay, it's kind of confusing. That's a miracle, and this is a magic, and that's real, and this isn't. That's why I'm more into spirituality than... Witchcraft. Yes. (laughs) Spiritual (laughs) witchcraft, yes. Then organize in the institution of religion the past form of it so i do feel like it's good to have spirituality things beyond that are bigger than you believing in a world that's bigger than you tapping into a more like a higher intelligence within yourself yes 
But I think like even Michael A. Singer, I think he would say that praying is just another way of trying to affect your reality with your mind when you actually can't. Yeah, it's it's um it is it, it it's hard to get disillusioned. You see it all the time online of like it is heartbreaking when somebody's like. And I get it. You just want good vibes and they're wanting that. But like when it you get a terminal cancer and you're just like, it's really, this is not going to make a difference. It's heartbreaking. I'm, I'm over here at my keyboard being like, I prayed. Yeah. It's hard. You know, you want, it, it's just, I get very cynical in that world, especially like anytime there's a mass shooting prayer and you're like, that's not done anything. Yeah. We need legislation. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. You that's not a joke that. I'll be telling in Houston. <laughs> I um I do think though that there is some kind of uh, there is something and I did see an experiment about this and I think maybe um I it, okay so it was in uh, a Buddhist monastery the the monks went into this um town where they live this was in Asia somewhere I'm not sure but it was like not too far away from Tibet or like you know the origins of Buddhism so one of these places. They had a theory that if they meditated, if they all meditated, it would actually, um, if there's like enough people meditating, it raises the consciousness of the entire population as a whole. Okay. Because separation is an illusion. So they did actually test it. They did trial and error where they went into a place that was like very impoverished, had a really high crime rate, and the Buddhist monks just like meditated. And they did it for like a year. And it was like, that the crime rate actually decreased so i don't know i do believe in stuff like that where it's like well maybe if there was enough people meditating and creating that like love energy in the world maybe it would affect it in some way i absolutely agree and i've seen there's also like schools or like areas where they've incorporated meditation with young kids instead of like as well as playtime and they said it's been so effective with like attention issues yeah I think they should definitely do that I mean you know just for the own even if it doesn't do anything like to the benefit of society the benefit to the child is like huge yeah it's really um it helps reduce stress in a lot of people but it helps reduce alcoholism yeah you know because it's like oh let me quiet my mind let me not go get two margaritas at the airport like a problem (laughs) and write an email Oh, if only I had meditated before that email. Join our Patreon. It will be on there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be posting it. <laughs> well, I want to move on to oh, our next journey, which I'm so, I love this one. This is so me. Which one is it? Oh, out of town guest. Yes. Oh my God. This is all about hosting an out of town guest. The little fun things that you can do to make them feel welcome in your home. The essentials that you have. Um, I'm having a guest come this weekend. It's my incredible, our incredible friend, Julia Johns. And so one thing I have already got is I do have a pullout couch. I've got a gorgeous sheet set and I got guest towels, Okay, which I'm very excited about. But you were telling me that you do like a little welcome box. And this is something I want to. Yeah. Well, I only started doing it only as because like sometimes you go to Airbnbs and they've set that up or I've when I a comedy booker, let me say at his apartment in new orleans Mm -hmm. that's when we're talking about that movie barbarian oh yeah it looks great so i watched the movie barbarian and you're just like why would this girl put herself in this situation And you're like oh yeah i do this all the time as a female comic yeah it's my life i went into like an airbnb with a a, another male roommate that i never met that i knew was in the two doors down and i just slept in an apartment with another male entity i had 
no idea who he was. Yes, I've like slept on the couch of people that I do not know. (laughs) It's wild, but when I went there, they were really nice. He set up a little box that had like candies and water. Love it. Um, some uh, just like other little treats. Um, that. So I started doing it. So I tried to have a little thing where it's got the Wi-Fi passcode. I put like a few waters, a bag of chips, some candies. Um, I think I always collect a lot of hotel toiletries. So I might just like drop those in there. Little mini soap. Little mini soap. Um, And that's about it really. Okay. Well, I love that. I love that just as like a thing of, because I've seen those TikTok things where people are like restocking their guest bathroom, which of course. You got to live for those. I love those. And I want to do something like that, which is more in line with my New York City <laughs> lifestyle, where a guest bathroom is something for the rich. Yes. But I can still, like, set the towels out and make a nice little box, a little care package for the other person. Some teas probably oh, would be nice in there. A little tea. Because I love – it's so uncomfortable, and I know we've all had this experience of, like, going to an ill-prepared friend's home. Mm-hmm. and you're just uncomfortable and it's like a mess in there and they're like whatever like make yourself at home you're like I feel so weird I'm sitting on your bathrobe yeah there's like or you don't know what glass to drink out of so you're drinking from one of their flower vases and then yeah. they're, <laughs> they're like what are you doing and you're like, well I, I everything looked gross yeah you're like <laughs> drinking out of a bowl you're like this this is clean well it's like when I stayed at that um, apartment in New Orleans I had to go take a shower because I was driving to Lafayette the next day to do a show there so I was like I'd rather just take a shower he- here and I just felt gross it, it was a dude's apartment so it was just like head and shoulder sh- shampoo from like 1996 oh you know ew. how they never like get rid of and a uh, dry crusty Irish spring bar that's cracking that's so gross no washcloth Dudes do not throw away their shampoo. No, they always it's leave like a like mausoleum <laughs> in there, like <laughs> no. a museum. I mean, it's just like this was the Schwab I had when Becky left. There's also seems to be no toothpaste, or if they do, they always have like AIM. Oh, that blue gel shit. Oh, it's so gross. I know. I'm like that's baby kid toothpaste it's like bubblegum toothpaste yeah they're like tastes good yeah (laughs) makes my tummy hurt if i have the one with actual mint in it um so it is like i try to set up make sure they their towels they know where the towels are at like lay out all the stuff that they're probably going to need and then i make sure that there's some nice soaps i love the idea of just doing a little guest box i usually will do like if i have a guest i will always do like a grocery run and just have like a plethora of snacks out you know just like tons of snacks um a big variety but i do want to i really want to accommodate julia uh, this round and she's also going to be staying in our place for a wedding when I'm when I'm gone but I want it to be like you know an amazing an oasis yes away from the the terror of the city you know it's <laughs> yes. so it's sirens and then and just coming in and here I am yes calming and soothing it is kind of fun even if you put like a mint or a jolly rancher on a pillow it's like a, <sighs> when you walk in you're like well this is really cute it's like a little wink do you know what I like doing? Yeah. So cheese ball that is only a flash in the pan because you only enjoy it for that one second before you have to use it is I like folding my toilet paper into that 
envelope Ugh. triangle. Oh my gosh. Yes. And it it really fills my heart with joy to do it, even though you I'm not gonna keep redoing it while yeah. you're here. And you immediately after you use the toilet paper, no one's ever going to be like, Let me put it back like that. <laughs> <laughs> but but even doing stuff like that I saw you can actually do this thing where toilet paper, you do that and then you get a little like brass stamp and you can press on the toilet paper and it leaves oh my a, God. A, a mold of the toilet paper like of you're the emblem closing an envelope yes. in the 1800s with a big stamp i saw that on a clean tiktok and i was like i actually wouldn't mind actually having oh you know i love folding the corner of the toilet paper this is what should actually be considered like an everyday or like an attainable luxury which on tiktok they're always doing like it's my budget luxury i wanted to buy this incredible huge couch but instead i'm buying this one on yeah. amazon for five thousand yes. dollars it's like that's still really expensive actually yeah, that's not a deal for most people it's like just fold your toilet paper into a triangle and no one will notice that you live with your mother <laughs> okay oh yeah i um also um i've been a big proponent after in texas for a month world market actually has a lot of great bath stuff and they have a little clearance so like you can get little bath beads mm. or whatever i love a guest four dollars guest soap is so yes it's such a nice touch a wrapped soap um also not that I feel like they do anything, but man, those jelly fil- face masks just, are so cheap yeah. and it's just fun to put on. It feels like you're doing something. I love that. Yeah. So those are like, I think those are really fun to get if you have guests. I'm ge- I'm definitely going to do a guest soap. Oh, I have a bunch. So it's fun to actually use them and be like, here's someone who's going to appreciate blackberry citrus. Yeah. Not <laughs> a dude. Yeah. Yeah. And not a dude who's like, I here, here you go. Here's your dial. You animal. <laughs> Your Irish Springs. Well, it's like when my brother comes here, I've said it. So I'm like, here are your towels. This is the soap. And he doesn't use any of it. What, how does he dry his body? He doesn't. I'm always <laughs> like, I don't understand how you're not taking showers. <laughs> That's hilarious. Like, a, I'm not talking about a week, but he'll do it for a full weekend. He'll just get like deodorant. And I'm like, Andrew. <laughs> Bathe. <laughs> Probably better for your skin. For your mental... See, I wish your I could mental well-being. I wish I could be one of those people that doesn't shower because it's so good for your skin. But I just really enjoy showering. For showering for me is a game changer. Oh, it makes it, it's so relaxing. That hot water, you feel fresh. Everything, it's smelling a new day. clean again, freshening. Yes. Yeah. That I I cannot wrap my mind around anyone that doesn't partake in at least a refresh. Yeah. You know, even if you can't do it, I even like getting a washcloth and with cold water and just wiping down my armpits and then my crotch will still make me feel fresh better than nothing better than nothing now when you segue from talking about wiping our crotches um (laughs) when you have a guest do you cook for them in the morning or do you go out when you have like an overnight guest um, well, lately it's been comics, so they've just been kind of doing their own thing coming in and out. Sarah does not have a space available for you, by the way, <laughs> so do not ask. No. How dare you? Um, I No, I don't really cook for them. I like to I cook. tell them where the bodega is. Oh, there you go. That's yeah. easy. Well, you guys have such a great one on the street. 
I like to we have a we're across the street from a really reasonable coffee place. Mm-hmm. So I'll I'll be like, let's go grab a coffee and then we'll come up and I'll just do like quick eggs and toast, you know. So I, I might I think Julia this weekend is actually leaving at like six in the morning, which is kind of a bummer. So we'll have yeah. to just do like a Sunday cool down, you know. Yes. A little few little movies on the couch, little popcorn, you know. That actually sounds like really nice. I think it's going to be really fun. Um, While Mike is in the room watching his boxing videos. <laughs> While wearing headphones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like like that. That sounds like getting treats. I, what I really would like to do down here is I want to set up a mini fridge. Oh. Get a kettle, and then also in my box have um, ramen noodle cup noodle cups. Oh, that's nice. So you can make a little meal down here if you don't feel like coming up. I love that. Yeah. When my parents visited last year, I did do like a – I went and bought like a ton of snacks for them. Then meanwhile, of course, I ate most of them by the yes. time they got there. But it was really Always. nice. Because when people come in, it's like who immediately wants to drop their stuff and then go out yeah, they want to refresh. My mom likes a cup of tea. Oh, love um, it. I, in my older years, I'm all about a cup of tea. It really, it's a kind of like a shower in the afternoon, but oh. for your insides. Tea, as you know, I'm a tea girl. Tea. And I will be doing one of my bonus episodes on um, my tea era, as, yes. as some call it autumn. Well, that's what I'm looking forward to. Love I love it. Uh, the season has changed here a little bit. Yes. It's not as hot. And I... Um, I like the tea, and we can go back to cooking again. Yes. So I'm excited for that. It's going to be great. Yeah. And I actually really appreciate having a guest in the autumn or the winter as opposed to, like, summertime is not a great – of course, everybody wants to come to New York in the summer, but what they don't realize is it's just really unbearable. It's hot. There's no central AC, so you're running a fan all the time. Yeah. It's yeah. not a good time to visit, so don't. And you, you also cannot stay at my place. <laughs> That's the thing. I think that's. I saw this article recently that was. I, I found so inflammatory. Okay. It was oh, said I millennials. Hear about this. Millennials have killed the guest room, because millennials are so cheap that they aren't buying homes with guest rooms, and it's like, no one can afford a house. How about the boomers have ruined the economy for us? The boomers are all selling their houses to like foreign investors because they're like, well, I just got 200 grand and now I can move to Florida. Yeah. You know, it's like sell it to somebody. I didn't have to deal with anything. Or it's just like Airbnb has brought up every property that there is and making you pay hundreds of dollars every night to stay in it and then clean their dishes. Yeah. (laughs) And then take out your own trash. (laughs) We were like, how is this better than a hotel? No, yeah. You look at it, you're like, wow, a hundred bucks a night. Oh, but the cleaning fee is six hundred dollars. Absolutely. Yeah, and they want you to strip the beds. Yeah, and by the way, mow the lawn. Like your joke. (laughs) Um. So everybody, this has been our episode of Lady Journey. It's a little bit of a shorter one today, but if you're craving more, join our Patreon for bonus content. Head on over to the Patreon. We have Um, got. We've got. Tea era. We have got more airplane horror stories. We've got a bunch of fun stuff coming up this month. Yes. And a glow up. And a glow up. You're going to love it. All right. Lady Journey. Bye.